everyone. Welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. This is Pam, his wife, and I get to sit in with him today. And uh, Tracy's in Kenya, and we're praying for her. And today's podcast is um, just a topic that's a little bit uncomfortable for me to talk about. But listen in, you'll love it. Hey everyone, welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck, and I'm super excited to be with you. And all of July, my wife Pam is with me, and we're talking about marriage, right Pam? Yes, we are. It's been fun. Yes, yes, yes. And today, we are talking about... Sexual intimacy. Yeah, you were really excited about this topic, weren't you? Yeah, my stomach's going to town. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, you need to know, too, that Fred is with us here today. Um, And uh, Tracy did leave the country. She was so embarrassed (laughs) about this topic, she left the country. Um, And I do want to say, if you have young children who are listening, this probably is not the one to listen to, uh, So for them anyway. And so if you could have them not be around when you listen to this, uh, that would be the best thing to say. Um, But I also want to say congratulations to Fred, because he and Laura are going to be having a baby, and uh, so we are excited about that, and uh, um, I guess they know about sexual intimacy. (laughs) (laughs) But let me give you a passage of scripture right out of the book of Proverbs that I think is so important when it comes to this topic. It says, uh, drink water from your own cistern and fresh water from your own well. Uh, Should your springs be dispersed abroad, streams of waters in the street, Let them be yours alone and not for strangers with you. Now, that is obviously using an incredible way of of painting a a very powerful picture, uh, especially for a man that says, be faithful to your wife. Be faithful to your wife. Never, ever not be faithful to your wife. Then we get the context of that where it says in verse 18, it says, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. Uh, Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. And Pam... You're the wife of my youth, right? I know. Can you believe it? Tell everyone what age we were when we got married. I was 19 and you were 21. Yeah. We were young. Yeah. And we met even uh, four years before that, I think. Yes. I was 15 when I met you. That's right, huh? You couldn't even drive. No, I couldn't. Yeah. (laughs) So you definitely are the wife of my youth. I'd say that without a shadow of a doubt. Definitely. And um, the Bible says, interestingly, all the days of my life... Uh, I need to rejoice in you and with you, which I do. Yeah, I really, really do, which uh, I think is so cool. Um, the other thing that uh, it goes on to say in this passage is interesting, and this is uh, uh, where you got to kind of lean in a little, everybody. Uh, verse 19 says, As a loving hind and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times. Be exhilarated always with her love. Um, so that's why we're talking about sexual intimacy today, because, you know, God called for us to do that. Uh, and the passage we've actually been gearing off of is not that one. It's Genesis chapter two, where it says, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother. In other words, there has to be a separation from your former family, uh, be joined uh, to his wife. In other words, there has to be a, a, a uniting together. Um, and, and so we need to do that. And then they shall become one flesh. They shall become one flesh, uh, which speaks to the idea of sexual intimacy, that there ought to be a fitting together of the man and the woman that God designed us to do. 
And so uh, that is the call right now for us to be, uh, as a couple, all married couples, to be sexually intimate together. Um, and so the first thing I want to hit on is this. Uh, in verse 19, it says, as a loving hind and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times. Um, I think that everybody would agree with this, and maybe you wouldn't. And, uh, but if you were actually, let's say we were out hiking, and you saw a beautiful little doe, a baby deer, what is the first thing you'd want to do? Oh, I'd want to go pet it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're so cute. So that's where, again, not trying to be embarrassing, it says that husbands, especially, uh, when you get around your wife, that her breasts ought to have that kind of a um, magne- uh, magnetic draw for you. <laughs> that's, it's a command, by the way. So praise God for his commandments. Uh, without trying to be... Um, uh, uh, going in a way that would embarrass too many people. But one of the things that's so interesting about this is it's talking about that whenever a husband and wife make love together or sexually intimate together, that he, he actually takes time to do what um, you know we term today as foreplay. In other words, you don't rush through. You take time to be together. Uh, and so the first thing about sexual intimacy is you're going to have to have quality time together. So when couples are going to be sexually intimate, they have to have quality time together. And it actually is the husband's job to romantically be with the wife in such a way that uh, she feels blessed. She feels uh, it, it's tender for her. Uh, it's um, something that she enjoys, you know, and so uh, it's got to be uh, a very caring way for a husband to take the lead uh, in making sure that the wife knows that he loves her and he loves every aspect of who she is, right? Yes, and you've done that very well. Well, that's good to hear, yeah. <laughs> because if I did it, we should put this out on the podcast. <laughs> so the first thing is you got to be patient. For sexual intimacy to happen, you got to have quality time, and, and you have to be passionate, but you got to be patiently passionate so that both parties, uh, the husband and the wife, are getting incredible joy from this. Uh, then it says, be exhilarated always in her love. Uh, the word exhilarated right there is a very cool word. Uh, it means to be intoxicated. Is that interesting? Yeah, that is interesting. (laughs) Yeah. And so God biologically and neurologically made us so that when we are in sexual intimacy, that it ought to have the effect like we're drinking wine or you're drinking something that would give you a sense of intoxication, you know? And so uh, in Song of Solomon, they both say that happens to them when they're together. And if you read Song of Solomon, they, they even say that their heads are spinning and all these things are occurring. And so interestingly, God made us so that when we're actually with someone in an intimate way, our, our brain responds by releasing uh, dopamine, which is a, a pleasure uh, uh, neurochemical, uh, oxytocin, uh, which ca- creates this feeling of immense joy. And then you're ready for this vasopressin, especially in men, that creates bonding. And so, but it also gives you this feeling of almost of actually being intoxicated. So, um, isn't that interesting? That is. Yeah. So it's supposed to be, uh, another word for exhilarated is you're supposed to have a thrill. It should be thrilling to be together. And uh, so when a husband and wife is together that way, it should be, you know, patient and, and take time to care. And then you should be exhilarated. Yes. And that is, and it should be fun, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be work. (laughs) But you know what I would say is that that, um, there are some couples who this isn't the case for them. And so the answer is get help. Uh, You know, it really is. I may seem embarrassing, but you know what? You need to get help. And um, there is help out there. There are ways to move to a place where this is so enjoyable and so fun and so caring. And 
and so loving. And, you know, God does want couples to make love together. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So uh, that's so that's the second thing that I want you to think about. That you know you need to be patient and have quality time together. Uh, it needs to be exhilarating and thrilling and awesome that way. And then the next thing is, sex is actually designed by God to be a form of communication. And so I want you to think about that because uh, it's interesting in Genesis chapter four verse one. Uh, it says this in the New American Standard. It says, now the man had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain, and she said, I have gotten a man-child with the help of the Lord. Now, listen to this. The word had relations is literally in the Hebrew, knew. He knew her, K-N-E-W. And, and the idea is that they actually connected in such a deep way. They were communicating together. They felt the same things. Uh, by the way, another thing neurologically know is there's almost a mirroring of the brains when a couple's intimate in, in a very intimate way. By the way, that's one reason, too, that uh, quick flings, um, sex outside of marriage doesn't accomplish that kind of bonding and that kind of mirroring. Uh, so when it's with a husband and wife, but uh, sex is where you actually feel what each other's feeling and experience what each other's experiencing, right? Yeah, I can, I can see that. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. And so, by the way, again, that's why you have to have quality time together for this to occur. So um, here's what I want you to think about is that's called the deepest form of communication you can possibly have where you're actually having empathy together, where you're feeling what each other's feeling and experiencing what each other is experiencing and knowing each other in a very deep way. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is one's a struggle for Bam because I'm having empathy right now for her. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying much, but I do like sex. And I, if you need help, please do get help. It is worth saving your marriage for. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, and again, we're not trying to be graphic, but let me just say this. Um, you know, Pam, you and I are actually bothered by the way the media has portrayed sex, uh, uh, period. Number one, showing so many couples like get together and they're not even have a quality relationship. They're definitely not married and they're sexually active together. Um, but the other thing is, is the way that those scenes are set up, they're not real. Yeah. Yeah, and so if you're a couple and you've been looking at movies, or and hopefully you're not looking at pornography, but even pornography, those things are set up. They're not real, um, and they have multiple takes and uh, lots of ways to do things, and, and very seldom is there real pleasure. I mean, they're just faking the pleasure. And so when we watch something fake, we're not going to ever understand what's really real. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and so I want to tell you that while um, I hope that I rom I'm romantic to Pam, uh, if we have to wait uh, till I'm uh, till I've nailed the romantic moment, <laughs> then we're not going to be sexually intimate as often as God would want us to be. Amen. Amen. You got to forgive each other because no one's perfect. Yeah, and you just have to sometimes choose to be together. Would you yes, agree? Yes. Yes, I yeah. agree with that. And so sometimes it's going to be like off the charts, exhilarating and incredible. And other times it's just going to be uh, uh, exhilarating, not off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> but the point isn't that. If you understand, the point is to love the person you're with. Yes. To be with the person you're with, to care about the person you're with. If you're husband and wife, that's what God designed sex for. It is. And be there. Be all the way there. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really be connected in there. Yeah. 
So anyway, this is a super important topic and uh, one I've looked forward to sharing with everybody. Uh, and so Fred, thanks for sitting through this with <laughs> us. And uh, I am so glad for all of you who've been listening. Uh, by the way, um, a week from Wednesday, uh, when this was recorded on Tuesday, so uh, at the end of July, I think it's July 31st, we'll be back uh, at Crossroads, which we're super excited about, Woo-hoo. starting a series called Get in the Game. And uh, I really want to have everybody be there. Also, if you uh, would love, to, I'd love to have you uh, invite friends to tune in next week's podcast. I share this one and tune into the next one. And we're going to talk about something next week that I think is probably uh, a game changer for very, very many marriages. So anyway, this is What's Up with Pastor Chuck. We hope to have you on the podcast next week, and we are going to be back at Crossroads soon. So God bless everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening today. So glad you joined us. Please share this podcast with anyone that you think might need it. And if you are a woman out there, we have a refined women's event coming on October 5th. That's a Saturday evening from 5 to 9 p.m. We'd love to have you check out the website, crossroadschurch.com, and you can sign up. It'd be good to see you there. Thank you.